Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. There's a real garage bandy feel about Led Zeppelin that, again, mm-hmm. I loved growing up playing. He he was within reach. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show and 11 affiliates now. 11 different radio stations listening to us Yay. other than this one we're actually broadcasting from. So we have to say something somewhat entertaining and have to be somewhat right. <laughs> Who are you again? Monique Gregoire. And I am Joe Burns. Monique, do you like guitar solos? As long as they don't go on forever. See, that's that's something. I like guitar solos that go on forever. As long as they're they're phrased well and they're performed well and it's the guy isn't just flailing. That's, yeah, but you get I to like the point that. where just oh. goes on too long so yeah. you don't like say Leonard Skinnerd when they have the long extended piece at the end of well you know the song I'm talking about I know? usually go on to the next song oh do you really yeah, see to me Leonard Skinnerd has two songs Freebird and not Freebird <laughs> see that's I love that our, our, our drummer in my band is exactly the same way you know you got 20 seconds for your solo make it talk oh, yeah. and then get out but you enjoy it more probably because you're you play guitar I know I get I guess Guitar World Magazine put out a list not too long ago of the top 100 guitar solos of all time. Mm-hmm. And anytime you make one of these lists, it's all subjective. People get upset. Why isn't this blues guitarist who only I know who lives under an overpass in New Orleans? <laughs> why isn't he on there? You know, and, and because there's an element of popularity in it, mm-hmm. the group has to have some, I guess, hits. Mm-hmm. So... That upsets people as well. Yeah, but it's a matter of opinion. Of course. Subjectivity is always going to be in it. So what I did is I grabbed the list. I looked at it and went, hmm, that doesn't fit and threw that out and put Mm -hmm. a couple more in there. It is not populated with nothing but Van Halen solos. However, (laughs) there are some in here. So what I wanted to do for two shows, and again, subjective, purely, just for fun, let's run down the top 100 Guitar solos, according to a little bit of me, but mostly Guitar World. What do you say? Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Number 100, Richie Sambora playing with Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive. Oh, yes. See, I think there are better guitar solos in Bon Jovi songs, but, you know. I like it. Okay, fine. Because uh, We Ended as Lovers, Jeff Beck from Blow by Blow. Don't know oh, it. Just grab that album. Sit down and allow it to wash over you. Uh, John Petrucci, Dream Theater. Again, grab any Dream Theater and listen to John Petrucci play. Under a Glass Moon is what they suggest. It's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beyond the Realms of Dream, Judas Priest, Glenn Tipton. Glenn Mm. Tipton played it. He's wonderful. Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones, uh, number 96, Honky Tonk Woman. Don't and I think one. that's you don't know Honky Tonk Woman by the Rolling Stones. I have I have the Forty Licks, and I'm can sure you, it's on there. But. Can you show me the cave you live in <laughs> and the rock you crawl under at night? Uh, Mike McCready of Pearl Jam, Yellow Leadbetter. Oh, great! It's song. Wonderful. And the one we're going to play, number ninety-four, Alex Lifeson, who I have always enjoyed, 
not because he is everybody goes oh he's the progressive rock guitarist he's he no understands theory and such see i don't like him for that i like him because he seems like he's a garage band player that was always just a little bit better than everybody else <laughs> he's not perfectly classically trained he's chunky mm-hmm. he's he seems like I could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He never was mm-hmm. so good. You sort of went, Ingwe Malmsteen, I'll never be able to do that. <laughs> he always was within my grasp. He's the guy's guy. Right. I always liked him. The song they say is at number 94, Working Man. And it is what we talked about, that extended solo at the end. But you know what? I like it. And I'm picking the music. So it's mm-hmm. Working Man at 94 as we talk about Guitar World and my top 100 guitar solos in rock school. Not a working man, Alex Lifeson of Rush, talking about Guitar World's top 100 uh, solos, guitar solos of all time. The End, Robbie Krieger of The Doors. Again, I think there are better Robbie Krieger solos, but Mm -hmm. Robbie Krieger deserves to be on there. Classically trained guitarist, played an SG with The Doors, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Crystal, uh, just absolutely wonderful stuff. Just Hmm. sounds that he got out of the instrument. Next one we're going to play, number 92, Brian Setzer with the Stray Cats. Oh, yeah. I thought about throwing out the Stray Cats and putting in one with the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Right. Because with the with the Setzer Orchestra, he plays much more intricate solos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so. But they had the Stray Cats strut, and it's really the one that introduced me. Everybody goes, rock this town. And mm-hmm. really, it's a great solo. Don't get me wrong. Right. But it's a one, four, five, ba da ba da ba da ba da ba da This thing, Stray Cat Strut, was really intricate for a rock song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just just remember being blown away by the guy and his right-hand technique. A guitarist like, well, I play with a pick. He plays with not only the pick, but his then second and third finger. It's He really is an advanced instrumentalist. Brian Setzer, Stray Cat Strut, here on Rock School. Brian Setzer talking about top 100 guitar solos. Now, I just got to list a whole bunch here. I got to get to number 80 because that's where I'm going to play the next one. Okay. Uh, John Fogarty, Credence, Heard It Through the Grapevine. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. I'll buy that. Uh, number 90, Let It Rain by Eric Clapton. I think Clapton has better solos. I would have probably put Layla in there. Oh, yeah. Layla's probably higher up the list as well. But, <laughs> see, the thing about Clapton is, and I've said this before on the show, and it has infuriated other guitarists, uh, he's not difficult to play. Mm-hmm. His playing, his 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 patterns, his scales are not difficult to play. Mm-hmm. It's the concept of making it sound like him oh, you know, it's it's yeah. the concept of from the elbows down mm-hmm. you know i i sound like me because it's me from the elbows down he right. sounds like him because it's him from the elbows down right. even can, if it's not intricate right i can play the notes mm-hmm. but i don't sound like him right it's one of those things you know no one would pay 150 bucks to come see me <laughs> 
I'd pay 150 bucks to go see him. Uh, number 89, Tom Morello, killing in the name of again. <sighs> nobody can do it. Like I Morello. love Tom Morello, and it's. I don't think again. It's the equipment. It's the guitar. It's the, No, it's not. It's the anger. It's the attitude. Right. And you he pulls you it know off. when you know when you hear him. It's even him. if it's somebody else, you know it's him. It's him. Absolutely. Uh, Denny Diaz playing Kid Charlemagne for Steely Dan. First of all, I think Steely Dan is is an unparalleled band. Mm-hmm. The thing about Kid Charlemagne, everyone's going on. You know, who did the first two handed stuff? Who did the first two handed stuff? It may have been Denny Diaz at the very yeah. end of the Kid Charlemagne solo. It goes. Bing, bear, bear, and he did it with a two-handed blip. Oh, cool. Was it him? I don't know. Johnny Winter at number 87 plays on Highway 61 Revisited. Don't know Not that bad. one. You look it up. It's wonderful. Number 86, maybe the most difficult song my band ever attempted to play, Whipping Post. Oh, Dwayne that's a Allman, great. Dwayne Dickey Betts. Great song. Oh, everything is counted in eights. Huh. And you think, well, eights, four fours. You know, oh, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> you're playing the song, and you're going, two, two, three, three, two, one, two, one, two, five, two. okay, now change. <laughs> oh, man, what a tough song. Uh, number 85, Moonage Daydream. Rick Ronson, David Bowie from The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Great hmm. song. Uh, number 84, here's one I stuck in there, Michael Shanker of UFO. I like UFO. Uh, Michael Shanker is the brother of uh, Shanker who plays inside of the Scorpions. Oh, yeah. He's a speed demon. Yeah. He's one of the 1980s uh, modified Fender Stratocaster speed demons. Right. Look for the song Lights Out. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Scuttle Button. That's at 19, uh, not 1983, just number 83 from uh, Couldn't Stand the Weather. Why aren't you playing it? Well, there might be a Stevie Ray Vaughan up the <laughs> list a little bit. Uh, number 82, this is one that's it's an acquired taste, but if you like it, you love it. Robert Fripp of King Crimson, 21st Century Schizoid Man. I'd ask you to listen to it, but my assumption is you'd get about a minute and a half into it and you'd go, I don't want that. <laughs> number now I'm going to have to. You know yeah, that, right? I'm telling you, you'd enjoy it. Maybe. Lou Reed, Velvet Underground, Sweet Jane. People love that song. And here's the one I'm going to play. And people are going to go, really, him you're going to play? And it's because Angus Young, ACDC, you shook me all night long. Look, here's the thing. People oftentimes put down Angus Young. Mm -hmm. You can play almost every single solitary ACDC song Mm -hmm. after reading the Mel Bay first year guitar book. (laughs) They're all little tiny chords. They're Every guitar solo, I think, is the same pattern. Mm -hmm. You can normally, if you're a decent guitarist, have the song before the song is over. Yeah. But you'll never sound like him. No. Because you have to have that go jump in a lake attitude, and you Uh have to play it with guts. You, You see guitarists with all of these effects pedals in front of them. Not him. No, he doesn't need it. Straight into the amplifier, every knob turned to 11, Mm -hmm. and just get out of his way. (laughs) Yep. That's the reason I think he's so unbelievable, because no one will ever equal him because no one is him. It's the Tom Morello thing. Exactly. It's It's the same thing. It's only him because it's him from the elbows down. So that makes me curious. Is Back in Black in there somewhere? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Angus Young, you shook me all night long in Rocksville.
coming into the first break here on Rock School, talking about guitar worlds and, you know, a lot of mine. I told you already, I've grabbed one and thrown it out and stuck another one in there. UFOs in there. I love UFO. So <laughs> there's a few more in there that I threw in. I Like I said, I almost threw out Stray Kratz Strut and put in another Brian Setzer from the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Right. But the Stray Cat Strut is where people saw him. It's where they were sort of introduced to him. Right. Let me throw out a, a few more while we're here. Number 79, Mean Street, Eddie Van Halen, obviously, from the Fair Warning LP. Okay. Um, what's his name? Uh, Zappa's son, who's uh, now Zappa plays Zappa. Um, he states it was Mean Streets that really got him into playing huh. guitar. It's, it was not his father. You would think, well, Frank Zappa. Right. Yeah, Dweezil Zappa would be all over Frank Zappa. He said, no, it was Eddie Van Halen. And um, when Van Halen was brought over to Frank Zappa's house, Dweezil says he ran up to him with a guitar as he's walking the door and go, here, play the introduction to Mean Street. <laughs> so it was that that did it. Number 78, Truckin'. Uh, soloist Jerry Garcia, obviously from American Beauty, Workman's Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, number 77, Jerry Cantrell, Man in a Box. From <gasps> from what I understand, the, the song was almost dumped. Because really? it didn't sound real wonderful until they put a Vox talk box on it. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden everyone went, hey, hey. <laughs> we like, like that. that. Uh, 76, Cinnamon Girl. Neil Young's another one. A oh. lot of people give Neil Young heck, and these are these are people who are just missing the, the point. I hate to say it that way because it makes me sound elitist <laughs> and such. I know it does. But Neil Young, you know, he should really work on his solos. They're they're clunky. They're out of time. They're jumbled like that. You're, you're missing the point. You're missing the the passion. The the, mm -hmm. the 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 concept of I'm 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 screaming at you through the Black Beauty guitar. I, I love when he's just, oh, that to me just makes it wonderful. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm not a Neil Young fan at all. Aren't you really? I'm one of those. Oh, see, I think his his song, Needle in the Damage Done, mm -hmm. it's it's played, and it's just, it's perfect. You know, because it it's right, right. It's about heroin and the the evils of it, and it's, it's just beautifully done. And it's one of those where I want to play it. How can I play it just a little wrong and get it right like that? Love it. Love it to death. <laughs> All right. Who's listening to us? KPVL Decorah, Iowa. And we got Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Love hey, guys. That. Love that we're across the uh, across the pond. Going to come back. We're just going to keep running. I've gotten halfway through what we're going to do today. I want to get through the first, you know, 50, obviously, mm -hmm. today of 100. Make sure you get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, here are some more on the list of, and I'm just going to start ending up listing and listing and listing, so let's just get into <laughs> it. 75, Pete Townsend, Won't Get Fooled Again. Another one, you know, a lot of people think, you know, a guitar solo must go, brrr, you know, like no. a hummingbird. Doesn't have to. Townsend has never been a speed demon, mm -hmm. but you can hear the passion through it. Won't Get Fooled Again is the, the one that they put on here. 
Uh, number 74, Richie Blackmore, who is what they call neoclassical. Okay. Broken chords, things that come out of, you know, Bach, Beethoven-esque type stuff. Uh, Lazy from Machine Head is what they uh, pulled out. Uh, Stash is at number 73, Trey Anastasio of Fish. I've never been a Fish fan. Me neither. I've never been a Fish fan, but I know mm-hmm. the solo and... Okay, I'll buy that. I don't know that I'd have it that high, but... And the one I'm going to play, and again, this is what's going to make people's heads come off. Oh, you're playing it because it's popular. Yes, but it's one of the highest selling bands around, and it's the one that everyone knows by. Soloist Joe Perry of Aerosmith. I knew it was going to be Aerosmith. From Toys in the Attic, Walk This Way. Oh, yeah. It's of, of all of the ones they play, if you say, name a Joe Perry solo... Most people are going to go to Walk This Way. And mm-hmm. even those who don't get into guitar solos would probably go right to Walk This Way. Are there better Joe Perry solos? Yeah. Absolutely. I this agree. one's so well known. Right. Is there any more iconic? Mm-hmm. Probably not. So it's Joe Perry on Rock School. Coming out of Joe Perry, Walk This Way. I think that may be the first one where people go, oh, don't play that. <laughs> don't play that. Why didn't you play something else? Here's two more to get me to the one that right. I'm going to play. Number 71, Eddie Hazel from Funkadelic, Maggot Brain. It's not what? the solo. You've never heard that? No. <gasps> oh, I'm telling you, once, once the show is put together, and you always get an advanced copy of the show, right. just simply sit down in front of YouTube and just go after it, maggot brain, if for nothing else, what the guitar sounds like. Because hmm. you're, you're dealing with 1970s fuzz boxes and old wah-ish pedals yeah. and different, uh, different phase shifters and such. It's all digital today. Back then, it was all <laughs> done with capacitors and such, and it just was a different, beautiful sound. Uh-huh. I, I know guitarists today, like Steve Vai, will not use the digital stuff. There's a, there oh. are stuff on, there's stuff on YouTube where you get to walk through his home studio, mm-hmm. and he points it out. Look, I got this. It's from 1964. It's from this... Now, he records on, you know, a digital machine. Right. He records on a Macintosh running mm-hmm. Pro Tools. But his effects are all the old boxes, and you can see the blood and the sweat and the tears on the box. Yeah, that's awesome. It's just wonderful. Number 70, my guess is you knew this guy was coming up. From Are You Experienced? Purple Haze. Oh, yeah. I still remember sitting on the edge of my bed when I was, I don't know, 14, 15, I will play Jimi Hendrix. You know, and it's I will climb to the top of the mountain. So that's 70. We'll come back and play number 69 out of this. It's seven days, 70 seconds. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. These are the dates, May 26th all the way through June 1st. Welcome to the month of June. It's officially going to be summer here in the great state of Louisiana. And you can cook love bugs on the hood of your car. Mm-hmm. You have Monday. Go ahead, Monique. May 26, 1973, the Edgar Winter Group went to number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with Frankenstein. I think my band's going to play Frankenstein because we have a, we already have a gig for Halloween. Oh, that's cool. I know. Uh, May 27, 1977, Declan McManus made his live debut at the Nashville in London as Elvis Costello. Oh. May 28, 1983, the four-day U.S. Festival 83 took place in California. May 29, 2001, the Eagles made their first ever visit to Russia. Really? Yep. 
May 30th, 1974, Bernadette Whelan, a 14-year-old David Cassidy fan, died of heart failure four days after attending a concert. And, and tried to link it to the David Cassidy concert. Oh, come on. That's... Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. Give me a break. May 31st, 1966, filming began on The Monkees. And then June 1st, 1969, the Plastic Ono Band recorded Give Peace a Chance during a bed-in in Montreal, Canada. That wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay, number 69, George Harrison. Unbelievably good guitarist. You know, everybody, mm -hmm. Paul, who's the, you know, John Lennon. George Harrison. Mm -hmm. When they went solo, it's my opinion, the best solo stuff, and this is going to make John Lennon fans, their heads are going to explode. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I just love George Harrison's stuff. It's And Your Bird Can Sing from Revolver on okay. Rock School. All right, coming out of George Harrison playing for the Beatles, And Your Bird Can Sing. Let's just start listing. Here we go. Number 68 on the list, doing uh, part of guitar world and some of mine top 100 guitar solos of all time. You will disagree with me. I know it. Number 68, Starship Trooper. Are Again, are there better solos uh, from Steve Howe of Yes? Probably. I even think there are better solos on the Asia album. Hmm. But think, you know, again, popularity does run into it. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think this is actually representative well of him uh 67 beat it eddie van halen michael jackson mm -hmm. everybody knows that if you know nothing of van halen you probably know the beat it solo <laughs> 66 dave murray adrian smith iron maiden number of the beast fantastic oh. uh 65 blue sky Dwayne allman from eat a peach uh i think dickie betts also is part of that I, I may be wrong, but I think Dickie Betts is also part of that. 64, Prince, Little Red Corvette. Oh, he, I, I see that. I got to tell you, I was always a Menza Menza Prince fan. It's kind of, yeah, he's all right. Until he played the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, that I got to tell you. And yeah, and then I just kind of went, I must revisit this guy. Oh, yeah. yes. Totally Six, worth it. Yeah, 63, Scar Tissue, John Frusconte, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, David Gilmore, Pink Floyd is at number uh, 62 with Money. Fantastic. Oh. I don't think it's his best solo by any stretch of the that's... imagination, but he then again may be up the list just a little bit. Okay, that's what I was going to say. 61, Kirk Hammett, Metallica, Master of Puppets. Absolutely. What a speed demon. Yeah, he's yeah, amazing. But, but again, when you get speed demons playing, there comes a point in time where they're so fast that after a while they just seem like they're flailing. Their fingers are just going slap, slap, <laughs> slap, 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 slap. Hammett never does that. Mm -hmm. he, he's always in control. Right. Which is nice, which sets him apart. Really does. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times these guys are... Everything starts to sound like a wave. And after about two songs, got it. Done. Got it. He's mm -hmm. always in control. And number 60, the one we're going to play. Frank Zappa from Zootalors. Zootalors. Hmm. Zappa is... You either understand him, and again, that makes me sound, <laughs> really does make me sound at least. You either understand him and get him, or you don't. 
like me. Like you. And I I, I wish I could make you understand. <laughs> Here is Zappa, Zutalors on Rock School. Coming out of Frank Zappa, during the song, I went on to YouTube and I played n- not the avant-garde Frank Zappa mm-hmm. for Monique. I played some of the more poppy stuff, the the <laughs> hit, sort of the hit-based stuff. You know, Be In My Video was one of the ones I played. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I could tell them what you said. But the Zappa fans would show up outside the studio <laughs> with pitchforks and burning sticks, so I'll just leave it at that. So <laughs> let's move along. Number 59, and although, again, this isn't a, a solo of great legato performance and such, mm-hmm. it was just iconic. Number 59, Dave Davies, not Ray, Dave Davies, you really got me. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness, yes. Number 58, Eric Clapton shows up again from Slow Hand. Mm-hmm. Perfect album. Cocaine. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's, yeah, I see that one. Again, it's perfect. Uh, number 57, Dimebag Daryl from Vulgar Display of Power, Walk. Mm-hmm. That was a great. He, again, a speed demon, much like Hammett, right. but again, never seems to just flail. Right. He's, he's always seems to be in control. And you know Tony Iommi had to show up on this list of Black Sabbath, War Pigs. Oh, yeah. I think so. See that one. You know Tony Iommi is missing the tips of two fingers. Really? Yeah, in an industrial accident. I, the story goes, and, I, and it's one of these stories that probably has been retold over the times you know, so much that some of the facts have been lost. But the story goes that his band, Sabbath, mm-hmm. had been signed and he was still working in the foundry, the whatever he was in. Right. And a machine comes down, stamps metal, and took off the tips of two fingers. Huh. So he wears, you know, rubber tips oh, now okay. to play. Now they've been formed perfectly to it. But he formed, at the time, these rubber tips to go on the tips of his fingers that he had lost. And now he has prosthetics, obviously. Right. But yeah, took them right off. You can oh. imagine, I've just been signed... And I've lost the tips of my fingers. Wow. Now what do I do? Exactly. And the one we're going to play. Now, this guy has come up on a show that you've been on before and you didn't mm-hmm. know who he was. Uh, and we played one from him. And I mentioned this song, mm-hmm. which is why I want to play it in this one. From Surfing with the Alien, Joe Satriani. Oh, yeah. It's called Satch Boogie. Mm-hmm. His nickname is Satch. So he wrote one called The Satch Boogie. The the joke that he tells all the time is he was at home with like a 102, 103 degree fever with the <laughs> flu. And he's sitting in bed. And if you've ever had the flu, you know every physical muscle fiber hurts. Right. And his wife hands him the guitar and she says, well, you're just sitting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he writes this. And it's one of those where when it was over, he kind of went, oh, well. That's not bad. I don't remember composing half of it, but that's not bad. Satch Boogie at 55 on Rockstar.
Coming into the second break here on Rock School, and we just have a few more songs to talk about, which is weird because normally when I do these list shows, mm-hmm. I yap on to the point where I have literally no time to do anything but list and list and list, but actually I have a little bit of time here. Mm-hmm. Number 54, Billy Corrigan, Smashing Pumpkins. Are you a Smashing Pumpkins fan? I am. See, we're flip-flopped on the Zappa thing. <laughs> I never got into the Smashing Pumpkins. I, I oh. like sort of the hits, that that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. Geek USA, I hate to admit this, I didn't know it. Hmm. I had to go listen to it, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll go pick another Smashing Pumpkins song until I heard the solo, and I thought, yeah, yeah. Huh, I'll buy that. I don't that. think I know this one. You don't know Geek USA? I don't Listen think to I me. Do. Listen to me sitting here being judgmental <laughs> of you, and I didn't know the song myself. So, 53 is Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin, Since I've Been Loving You, from Zeppelin 3. Mm-hmm. Do you remember me talking earlier in the show about um, uh, the guitarist from Rush and, and how much I really enjoyed the fact, you know, that um, Alex Lifeson was quite a clunky Right. When he played, it's the same thing, and I, I don't want to—I don't want to offend any Zeppelin fans, mm-hmm. but Jimmy Page is the same way. He's I not, totally agree with right, that. He's not perfectly legato. He's clunky and chunky. There's a there's a real garage bandy feel about Led Zeppelin that, again, mm-hmm. I loved growing up playing. He he was within reach. Yeah, of absolutely. Me. You know, I would listen to some bands, and it was—I don't know that I can do that. Zeppelin was always within reach of me. I would I would put on you know Sozo, mm-hmm. and even though Black Dog was this absurd count, right. I felt like I could do it because it was played. I can do that if he can do it. I can do it. I don't know yeah. what it is. Maybe it was just a whole mental thing. But some some guitarists, I would go. Hmm, I don't want to try that. But him, I knew I could do. Yeah, but that's that's part of the reason I like Led Zeppelin because they're gritty. Yeah, oh, I agree. It's just gritty, just wonderful. I knew I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the the whole thing with uh, trampled underfoot. Mm-hmm. I just knew I can, I can get through that. It's going to take me a day or two or three, <laughs> but I know when it's over, I can play it. And that's just one of the things I absolutely love about him and why it's you know because you know, some people are like I love Led Zeppelin because I'm supposed to love Led Zeppelin. No, now they really were iconic to me a because i could i could play them Mm -hmm. that really sat well with me hello wbsd burlington wisconsin we're going to come back we're going to play what will be the last song for this show and then we'll finish up the final 50 next week so back in a minute here on rock school Coming out of the break, last break here on Rock School as I go to my paper and make a check mark next to the last song that we're going to play here on the show. Number 52 on this list, 
called from Guitar World and some of my own decisions in here. Mm -hmm. 52, Star Spangled Banner by Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah, I can yeah, see the, that. Now, they have the album listed here as the ultimate experience, the Jimi Hendrix ultimate experience. Right. It's Woodstock. Right. You know, the great story about that, there's a, a, a guy that wrote a book called Guitar Heaven. I own it. It's a coffee table book. It just mm -hmm. simply shows all these wonderful guitars, you know, all the Gibsons, all the Fenders, and mm -hmm. all the Gretches and that kind of thing. And he was a luthier for all these big, you know, big names. Mm -hmm. He received the guitar that Hendrix played the Star Spangled Banner on wow. and was told, you know, do an overhaul on it, that kind of thing. New strings, check the electronics, make sure everything's wonderful on it. Mm -hmm. So as he does with every guitar he receives, he just took a, you know, a, a wire cutter, went, brrrr, cut the six strings on it, wrapped them up, threw them away, and did work on the guitar, put it back in his case and send it off. He said later that night while he's sitting at home after dinner, <laughs> having his after dinner tea or what have you, it occurs to him, Gah! I just threw that away. <laughs> I had the strings that he wow. oh, and they were gone. I mean, oh the trash had already gone. But yeah, that's his that's, oh, that's his opening awful. story in the book. And the one we're going to finish on. Now, when you think Ozzy Osbourne, one of two guitarists come to mind. Randy Rhodes is the first one that jumps to my mind, obviously mm -hmm. because I came up through Randy Rhodes first. But a little later on, Zach Wild comes mm -hmm. in, and we're going to play Zach Wild. First, there are so many unbelievable solos from uh, Zach Wilde to choose from. This is the one I stuck in. This is No More Tears. I think <gasps> oh, it's yeah. the best. It's I think it's just iconic of what he can do. Mm -hmm. He uses these active pickups, which allows him if, uh, to pinch out harmonics. When you hear him you know, hit a deep note and it squeals, wow, that's pinching mm -hmm. out harmonics. He does it through the solos and such, and I just think this is representative of what he does. Good song. So, no More Tears. It's Zach Wilde. We're going to finish up this time. You've heard the first 50. Back next week, you'll hear the top 50. That'll do it. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. Class is dismissed. <laughs>